0: Welcome to the new reality edition of Bite Marks Cafe. And of course, uh, we're bringing you the first bite of today's science, technology, and innovation. This is day one of Hawaii Public Radio's end of year membership uh, campaign. I'm Bert Lum. And uh, during this special membership drive, we have Tiffany Wynn from Elemental Accelerator. She's going to give us the latest on what's happening over there at Elemental. And of course, during this live broadcast, Phone lines are reserved for your show of support. And uh, we're looking for new members. And if you enjoy our weekly tech talks and hope you'll consider supporting this great original local programming right here on Hawaii Hawaii Public Radio. And, of course, you can show your support by going to hawaiipublicradio.org or calling 888-536-4700. Become a member. And I want to welcome Tiffany back to Bite Marks Cafe. Tiffany? Thanks for joining me.
1: Hi, Bert. It's so great to be back. Thanks for having us here during this exciting time for HPR.
0: Yeah, you know, uh, we actually decided to do it more of an end of year because of uh, uh, various things that were going on. You know, when our our typical sort of uh, membership campaign was was uh, scheduled. So here we are, and uh, I've got you on as a guest. And you know, Elemental's been doing quite a bit of uh, work these days, and of course you guys have been been doing great stuff for several years now but more recently there's a, a cohort 12 that's coming up right and and i think you've got a bunch of interesting things happening with cohort so what what exactly maybe step back a little bit and tell you know our listeners what is it that uh elemental accelerator is looking for in in companies and how do you how do you really kind of accelerate these companies
1: yeah happy to so for those who aren't as familiar with us, Elemental Accelerator, um, we're a nonprofit investor that started in Hawaii over a dozen years ago. So we started around the time that the Hawaii Clean Energy Initiative was passed. And that was when Hawaii actually became the first state in the nation to legislate our intent to flip our economy off of fossil fuels. But at that time, you know, like we made the pledge and it was like, OK, great. How are you going to do that? Um, so funding and te- technology were two of the gaps. That were identified and those are the gaps that re- that elemental really works to fill so every year we look for about 15 to 20 companies from all around the world um, that we can fund and we'll fund them up to a million dollars to deploy projects to prove out their technologies um and, and especially in communities that need them the most so we're focused on like i said climate technologies. so that's you know solutions in the energy food agriculture water, circular economy, what we call built environment, or and transportation and mobility space.
0: And with the Elemental Accelerator, the investment that you make isn't necessarily only for Hawaii, right? Hawaii companies. I mean, there's companies from basically all over the world that uh, you folks are looking for. In fact, doesn't uh, Elemental have offices in the Bay Area?
1: Yeah, we do. So, you know, we really started to expand our work over the last few years, especially during the pandemic. So we started off by funding Hawaii companies, um, but over the past, you know, dozen or so years have really expand, expanded first, you know, to California and Asia Pacific, and now we work with companies from all around the world. Actually, this year, I think the geographically farthest company that we invested in was, is actually based in Nigeria.
0: In fact, I have so, it jotted down. Uh, yeah. SunFi, right? SunFi. I I think maybe, uh, we later on we can talk a little bit about what what they do. But, you know, with uh, with Elemental and some of their investments, you know, in these companies, uh, you folks are a nonprofit, right? I mean, how do you, uh, um, I guess, do you get a return based on their, uh, let's say, exit strategy? I mean, what's the return on your investment?
1: Yeah. So even though we are our nonprofit, we invest similarly um, to a venture capital or a VC firm. So we typically take um, about one to three um, mm-hmm. percent in like equity, uh, depending on the company and depending on the investment that we make. And you know, like we're impact investors first, so of course, like. We would love to see um, those returns and those exits from those companies because any company that's successful, that capital actually gets recycled back into our mission so that we can continue to invest in more companies doing this work.
0: And, uh, you know, you've uh, launched the 12th cohort. Uh, How long or how far along the program is that uh, 12? I mean, the cohort 12, I mean, are they, are they just starting? Where, where along the timeline are they?
1: Yeah, great question. So we just announced this newest group of companies, of uh, 15 companies um, in October. So they're still quite new to our program. And with these 15 new companies, that marks our 165th um, investment mm-hmm. in over 165 startups from around the
0: world and and the program that you put them through um, how long is how long is that is that a a set timeline and how do you do you bring them all together do you work with them individually what's the program like
1: yeah so our program is basically broken into two different what we call tracks mm-hmm. so companies can either apply to elemental in uh, to our strategy track or to our project track and our strategy track is really focused on coaching so think of it as kind of like startup 101. Mm-hmm. So we um, put them through a nine-month program where they go through different um, like coaching sessions and things around things like customer discovery, um, sales and operational scale-up, messaging, fundraising in the venture sense, like project financing and things like that. So that's a pretty set program. Um, but on the other side of the coin, which I think What is really makes Elemental um, unique from other types of like accelerator programs is what we call our project track. And that's where we're funding companies up to a million dollars to actually prove out their technologies by deploying them real world in communities that need them the most.
0: And these companies that uh, you have in this particular cohort, how did you how did you pick them out? Now, now, Tiffany, I just gotta let you know that uh, you know we're looking at maybe a, a, a one minute response because I'm gonna have to be handing this back over to uh, Pledge Central, uh, but uh, and we can continue on our conversation. But how do you pick these companies? How do you find them?
1: Yeah. so every single year we put a call out around the spring. We keep applications open for, you know, um, like six to ten weeks, and we spend, the entire summer doing due diligence on the applicants that come through. So it's it's a really due diligence heavy process for for our team to to sift through all of the applicants, and we look through every single one that applies.
0: So do you have a team of folks that are actually visiting some of these companies? Because you know to actually feel confident that you've picked the right company that's located all the way in Nigeria. How do you mm-hmm. how do you determine that? You can't quite do it via uh, email, maybe Zoom, but uh, you probably need a little bit more face-to-face, right?
1: Oh, I wish we could. That's actually a really <laughs> great idea. But no, we actually do all of this virtually. So, um, and this is how most VCs work as well. You know, so uh, we'll we'll ask a lot of questions, do a lot of reference calls, and we'll do a number of interviews with the team and really dig into their um, like technical solution and financials, and we bring other experts. And community members on to help us look at these applicants as well.
0: And and uh, these companies span a quite a wide range. And I think it'll be interesting to get a little more detail as to the range, as well as the company specifically, you know, within this uh, cohort. So, you know, we'll uh, we'll have a chance to delve a little bit more deeply into that. Uh, but we want to kind of hold on to that thought. We'll be right back at a short break to continue our conversation with Timothy Wynn. And she's the director of external affairs over at Elemental Accelerator. She's telling us all about cohort 12 and all the cool things that are uh, not only happening, but uh, to the extent where they're actually investing in this. So, this is, they've got a stake. (laughs) They've got a stake in the game. So, I think it's uh, some important stuff. If you enjoy this local programming over here at Hawaii Public Radio, you can continue to show your support by checking out the website at hawaiipublicradio.org. Or feel free to give us a call at 888-536-4700. And now, I am going to hand it back over to DJ Mermaid and John Allen over in Membership Campaign Central. And of course, we're back live in the studio. This is Bite Marks Cafe on Hawaii Public Radio. And this is the first day of the year, end of year, membership campaign. You can also visit our website at hawaiipublicradio.org or give us a call at 888 888- Five three six four seven zero zero and and uh, DJ Mermaid was talking about, uh, you know, digital equity, and, of course, John Allen, he, you know, makes me jealous by all the international calls. You know, I, I have been doing a little bit of a road trip uh, taking our digital equity plan to the neighbor islands and rural communities, and to me, that's the most fun. And, you know, what was really kind of cool was, <clears throat> you know, we were doing um, some of these uh, kind of uh, information briefings on our digital equity plan and uh, this was on molokai and and one of the ladies in the uh, audience hey you the guy on the radio uh? and i said yeah yeah i don't want you know and she was like wow man that's really cool so <laughs> i i love it when you know when uh listeners from the neighbor islands are are checking us out and and the fact that you know this is a, a great means by which they get some news and and some of the latest things happening especially with our guests uh Tiffany Wynn from Elemental Accelerator, and and she's here to talk about uh, the work that they're doing, the investments that they make, and some of the companies that are part of their Cohort 12. And so, Tiffany, I want to welcome you back to uh, Bite Marks Cafe.
1: Yeah, thanks, Bert. It's always fun being here with you.
0: And, you know, uh, we were talking a little bit earlier about the um, cohort and the investments that... Uh, Elemental Accelerator makes in them, and maybe what you can help us understand are what are some of the, I guess, the topics that are most, let's say, categorized in the the cohort that you currently have. What are some of the, the key things that you're looking for that maybe you're grouping some of those companies into, uh, you know, certain kinds of um, uh, deliverables? Like maybe, you know, are they working on carbon decarbonization, or are they working on, you know, Resources uh, within within our environment. What what uh, what are you kind of breaking the the cohort or separating them out in terms of what they actually do?
1: Yeah, I mean, our general buckets are really around like food and agriculture, water, circular economy, and industry, um, transportation and mobility. But if you were to break that down even further, you know, it's like cohort twelve really looks at a range of societal challenges. Which includes sustainable urbanization, building decarbonization, electric vehicle charging, last mile logistics, recycling optimization, and regenerative food production, just to name a few.
0: Well, can you give us some examples? This uh, regenerative food production—what what what is included in that particular category?
1: Yeah, um, you know, one investment in a cohort twelve that we're super excited about is actually. Um, a Hawaii-based company called Maui Nui Venison. And if you have not tried their venison, go to their website and order some of their stuff because it is delicious. We, we had the opportunity to share it with um, a bunch of our founders when they were in Hawaii just a couple months ago. And people thought that the venison was actually lamb because it was just so like nice and tender and, and delicious. So we like to say it's the healthiest red meat on the planet for the planet.
0: And, and, what's, and yeah. Tiffany, what's the story with uh, with uh, Maui Nui venison? I mean, they're they're not only producing great uh, venison and, and making it available for consumption, but they're really helping the environment as well.
1: Yeah, so, you know, they work to balance the deer population right now specifically on Maui, which also helps to improve food security and protects, you know, like our local ecosystems while also producing really nutrient and dense meat for um, the local community. Mm-hmm. And I think if anybody has, you know, like lives on Maui or Molokai, you know how detrimental access here is to the local ecosystems there. And, you know, one of the reasons why we're so excited about, about Maui Nui as well is just like their deep work and dedication to helping the community. Um, They played a really pivotal role in donating actually a lot of venison, you know, right like during the Maui fires, Mm -hmm. like right after the Maui fires and continue to do so to help feed the community there. So we're just so excited to have them uh, be a part of this cohort and um, continue to help support their um their impact now, on community
0: now as a as a in, investor how how do you evaluate a company like uh, maui nui venison given the fact that i would i would imagine that an investor would look for some form of uh scalability beyond you know beyond the market that they are currently in and 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 if it's uh access deer i mean you, you know you kind of kind of limited to maui nui including you know molokai uh, and and maui proper but what uh, so what is the investor looking at I mean, how does this kind of turn into something that might have a return from a you know from an exit strategy
1: yeah you know right now there's more than enough deer um, okay. to to help meet the the needs and they're they've created some great partnerships with like companies like Patagonia and things to Patagonia provisions to help like put their products on the market there so I think, you know, we are impact investors first, Mm -hmm. and uh, so we believe that when people are doing good, the returns will come, and I think Maui Nui is one of the companies that are just a really, really great example of that.
0: Well, you got me interested. I'll go out and look for some of the uh, Maui Nui venison. now. Uh, Tiffany, can you pick another company? Maybe we'll chat a little bit more about what uh, what this other company that you have in mind to to share with our listeners.
1: Yeah. Another company that I'm really excited about is a company called Genomines. So they enhance plants' natural biology to renewably mine nickel. And why is that important? You know, when you think about nickel, it's considered a critical mineral that's key to our clean energy transition because it's used in so many things like batteries. And as you know, you know, as we start to electrify, Mm -hmm. you know, everything, batteries play a really big role in that. So they found a way to sustainably mine nickel using a plant. And what's great is that genomines remediate land with metal concentrations that are too low for mining groups, but too high in contaminants to allow the land to be used for things like agriculture. So their process of extracting, you know, nickel via plants can eventually actually help make the land suitable again for agriculture use.
0: So so they've created a a, a mechanism within the plant that the plant through its root system draws nickel from the environment.
1: Mm-hmm. Or they draw nickel from the plant itself. Yeah.
0: Wow, that's pretty cool. And then wh- yeah. how do you is there a way to extract the nickel from the plant itself?
1: Yeah, so that I don't know how they do it, but that is the solution that um, that they have.
0: And and uh, this company is based out of where?
1: So they're based out of France, but we're actually funding a project for them in South Africa.
0: Oh, okay. Well, see, Tiffany, you've gotta, you know, you gotta do some face to face and go, you know get out to France <laughs> and, <laughs> and South Africa.
1: Yes, yeah, so I'm gonna talk to everybody about that next year. We need to go and visit all of the project sites. <laughs>
0: Very good. And then, uh, what you wanna you wanna quickly mention any others? Well, I got I got you know I got uh, just a couple of uh, seconds, so maybe maybe just introduce one other company.
1: Yeah, I think another one who's also you know working on sustainable alternatives is a company called C sixteen Biosciences, and they've found um, an innovative process to brew a sustainable alternative to palm oil. And if you think about palm oil, it's everywhere. It's in over half of our products that we use every single day. But palm oil is a huge cause of deforestation globally. So So, their solution has huge impact as well.
0: So where can people find out more about the Cohort 12 and Elemental Accelerator?
1: Yeah, just go to ElementalAccelerator.com. And you can look on our website to learn more.
0: Very good. Tiffany Nguyen, she's the Director of External Affairs over at Elemental Accelerator. And thanks, Tiffany, for joining me and sharing all the stuff that's going on over at Elemental. And, of course, thank you for listening to Bite Mars Cafe. Join us next week when we'll catch up with our gadget geeks and get their picks for 2024. In the meantime, don't go away. We've got uh, some great local programming. And, of course, if you like White uh, Mart Cafe on Hawaii Public Radio, you can show your support by going to hawaiipublicradio.org or calling us at 888-536-4700. Back to DJ Mermaid and John Allen over in Membership Campaign Central.